The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. to know the score i'm your host don delorente and we're back with our nascar review for talladega the geico 500 so thank you to everybody who's listening to this nascar review also thank you to everybody who's watching along on youtube on the cspn media youtube channel as well you can find us on the web at cspn.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is do a search for CSPN Media or KTS Pod. So our storylines coming into this week's NASCAR race, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, and Tony Stewart are the first three drivers of 25 to be announced to the greatest 75 drivers list. So... At the 50th anniversary of NASCAR, they listed the 50th greatest drivers. So now at the 25, at the 75 uh, year mark, they're going to add 25 more drivers to that list. And Tony Stewart was the first driver to be announced. And Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin found out about that recently this week. Pretty sure Kevin Harvick. He may be the last one just to be announced since he's retiring this year, so he can be the 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 the, the hallmark person to to usher this class of twenty five drivers in. But it should be very interesting to see uh, the modern era who they select as the twenty five greatest drivers. Be interesting to see if a guy like Casey Kane gets in. Short career, but did a lot of things in the modern era. Uh, had a big fan base, run a, won a lot of races in a short period of time. Um, see where those guys like that get in. The final appeals board. They ruled to give Colleg Racing back all their owner, driver, and playoff points. The $100,000 fine and the, and the suspension of the crew chief were upheld. So ultimately, Colleg Racing, they received the same penalty as Hendrick Motorsports. So all is good there. Looks like, you know, even handedness for the little guys, not just the big guys catching all the breaks. So we will applaud the final appeals board uh, and their ruling uh, to help Colleg Racing. when it comes to in terms of trying to do something good this year and maybe possibly making the playoffs, getting those points back with Justin Haley, um, you know, having a chance to now at least fight for that final spot and be realistically have a chance for the playoff if something would happen, if he would to be were to get a win on a rain shortened race or a strategy call, he wouldn't have such a deficit to still climb out of. So we commend them for that. When it comes to this week's race, Denny Hamlin, he wins his first career super speedway pole. So he sets his Toyota out front. Uh, the Toyotas did qualify very well. They were mixed within the top 10 pretty evenly. Uh, followed by the Fords, Logano, Ron Blaney, 
uh, Briscoe. Um, those guys were high up in there. So we get to stage one and we get a caution on lap three when Michael McDowell spins and hits the wall. Uh, Michael McDowell apparently had some type of failure um, that caused that tire to go down uh, right there at the beginning of the race. Uh, very curious incident all by himself, didn't collect anyone else. So we get an early caution to start the race. After the restart, Bubba Wallace, with the help of Martin Truex Jr. and the Toyotas, they drive to the front of the field. So now it's time for a green flag pit stop. So everybody's going to come in and sync by their manufacturers. So the Toyotas, since they're leading the race, they're going to come in first. And Tyler Reddick, he spins out on pit road during those green flag pit stops. Uh, he almost took out Bubba Wallace on pit road, but it did not uh, succeed. Uh, he was able to avoid Tyler Reddick and and Tyler Reddick was able to get his car pointed in the right direction and he uh, moved forward down pit road with his pit stop. A few laps later though, Chase Briscoe, he did the same thing and he wasn't so fortunate. He caused a caution when he spun down pit road and uh, he blew a tire and it was down on the splitter and he couldn't get the car moved off of pit road uh, towards his pit so they had to call a caution flag as he was blocking pit road um yeah that was wild with chase briscoe uh, coming in hot just like tyler reddick coming in from the outside trying to make that pit stop and trying to get slowed down and just locking up the car and uh going for a ride and uh on pit road but he wasn't as fortunate with less than 15 laps to go in stage one, Chase Elliott has moved to the lead and Chase Elliott holds on to the lead and he wins stage one. Uh, very curious now, these guys have figured out the strategies on how to kind of keep the race pretty tame until you run down to the end of the stages and guys that are probably 14th, 15th on back who feel like they don't have a chance to get any stage points. They kind of break away from the fray knowing that they'll have a chance to catch up at the caution, do whatever they need to do as far as gas, tires or whatnot. And let those, you know, 10 to 12 guys uh, fight it out up front. And if they happen to wreck, then, you know, they'll be in a prime position uh, to get those stage points. But Chase Elliott and the field, uh, they raced their way to the green uh, in checkered flag and Chase Elliott won stage one. Our top 10 in stage one, we have Chase Elliott winning the stage, Alex Bowman in second, Ross Chastain in third, William Byron fourth, Kyle Larson fifth, Austin Centric sixth, Noah Gregson seventh, Joy Logano eighth, Ryan Priest in ninth, and Daniel Suarez in tenth. At the start of stage two, Martin Truex has taken control of the race and we pass the halfway point. During the green flag pit stops though, Joey Logano gets caught speeding. Chase Elliott finds himself the leader of the pack coming to the end of stage two. But this time, Eric Amarola uses a well-timed last second move to move past Chase Elliott and he gets the win in stage two. Kind of the same thing in stage one and stage two. Um, the pit stops happened. Um, the packs of cars came in. Chase Elliott and the, and the Hendrick guys found themselves at the front of the field after the pit stops. 
Chase Elliott looked like he was going to get back to back stage wins, but uh, Eric Amarola, very good plate racer, super speedway racer, he uh, used one of the old tricks where he, uh, you know, comes off and side drafts him and all the way up until you get to almost where the start finish line is and then you pull away to the outside and it makes your car go forward and he beat Chase Elliott by just a little bit to win stage one so Eric Amarola is your stage two winner followed by Chase Elliott in second Kevin Harvick in third Bubba Wallace in fourth Harrison Burton in fifth Martin Truex in sixth Ryan Priest in seventh Denny Hamlin in eighth Ricky Stenthouse in ninth and Noah Gregson in tenth so congratulations to Noah Gregson getting stage points and and uh, both stages here at Super Speedways. Um, a very good restricted plate racer at a young age, uh, doing it with the big guys in his rookie year uh, up here in the top ten with some very experienced plate racers. So he definitely earned himself um, a few more friends when it comes down to uh, Daytona uh, in the summertime uh, when we get ready to do this again. In stage three, Harrison Burton, he puts the number 21 Wood Brothers forward out front, and we've got just a handful of laps to go. But Noah Gregson gets into the back of Harrison Burton, who spins out from the lead, and we've got Austin Dillon, Austin Hill, and Zane Smith also involved in this accident. Uh, just an unfortunate circumstance it looked like. Uh, they came over a bump in the track and right when they came over that bump is when Noah Gregson uh, got into the back of uh, Harrison Burton to give him a bump draft and it got him uh, squirrely and he couldn't save it and uh, when those things happen from the lead uh, you know there's going to be multiple people caught up in it besides just the, uh, the lead car who got spun so we find ourselves with 20 laps to go and Ryan Blaney is leading the field followed by Ty Gibbs, Eric Amarola, Bubba Wallace, and Noah Gregson. Joey Logano, Ricky Stenthouse, Corley Joy, they get caught up in a wreck and that causes a green white checker flag. Well, on that restart, Ross Chastain goes three wide for the lead and he wrecks Noah Gregson and in this wreck uh, unfortunate um, for Noah Gregson um, he left the opening for Ross Chastain Ross Chastain trying to win the race dove in to the opening and uh, Noah Gregson got punted out and uh, soured his chances at winning the race uh, that day so Blaney he's going to lead us to the he's going to lead the field to the white flag but he gets passed by Bubba Wallace as we're coming uh, to the checker flag. Bubba tries to block. He passes him. He gets down in front of him. Uh, Blaney tries to move. He blocks him. Blaney tries another move. Bubba blocks him again, but it shoves him down below the apron. And when he comes back on the track to save it, uh, Ryan Blaney gets into him, spins Bubba out in front of the field. Of course, there's a lot of cars behind there that get spun out and tore up. And uh, Kyle Busch, he was the fortunate one. He avoided the wreck. He was leading the he was leading when the caution comes out. And Kyle Busch is the winner of the Geico 500 at Talladega. 
uh, there was a incident um, where uh, there was a wreck and Kyle Larson uh, got spun out and he came back across the track and in that incident Ryan Priest trying to miss the wreck gasses it up and here comes Kyle Larson right back in his path and it hits passenger side impact bent the roll bars up into the cockpit of the car you can visibly see those roll bars up above the door uh, very scary incident and uh, it was definitely kind of the theme of the weekend um, the Xfinity race was wild we had a couple of cars uh, get turned backwards and, and go for some wild rides we got a barrel roll um, in the Xfinity race um, so just a, a wild weekend at Talladega. Hopefully everybody was is, is okay and um, and be able to, to make it to the next race or within the next couple of weeks. But um, your top 10 look like this. Cal Bush, Ryan Blaney, Christopher Busher, Chase Briscoe, Brad Keselowski, Eric Jones, William Byron, Christopher Bell, Daniel Suarez, and Todd Gilliland. Uh, this was a this was a race of kind of the new strategy, I guess, at Talladega where they know they're going to get the stage breaks. So they know when they're going to pit. They know when they're going to get tires. They know when they're going to get gas. And you just wait until the last stage in the last 25, 30 laps to really kind of go race. And they kind of ride around two by two. Guys don't really want to break out of line and do the things that we normally see at Talladega and Daytona to make for a good race until the last few laps. And then they give you a sample of it and then they kind of bottle it up for the finish. So, um, I don't know if it's, I guess it's maybe time to maybe rethink the stages at certain tracks, the bigger tracks, maybe the shorter tracks, mile and a half. Okay. Do the stages kind of tighten things back up just for entertainment purposes but at the bigger tracks and the road courses maybe not so much uh, just because of the length and the nature of trying to not make the strategy so predictable it seemed like uh, everybody was kind of running to save gas uh, Rob Laney running in lead at some points in this race about 70% throttle kind of unheard of um, kind of holding his line back even though they're trying to push him forward just so he can save gas so um, the package is going to be discussed a lot seems like that's going to be a lot of the discussion with the car is this the is it the package is it the drivers um, what can they do to to, to make this more appealing to the television audience and closer to what the NASCAR fan, experienced NASCAR fan, is used to because it, without the bump drafting and the nudging of each other forward just inch by inch, nobody was willing to try to create lines and dip in and out of the lanes. Everybody just wanted to ride in the same lane. And when they did form a third line, once it started materializing, you just had to be the last guy to jump in front of it. Uh, that helped Bubba Wallace kind of get back in the race there. Uh, he was kind of probably back in about ninth or eighth 
and he saw the train forming on the outside and he hopped up in front of it and they were coming so fast that when he got in front of it, it pushed him out so fast that he went from about seventh once he got in front of it to the lead and that kind of set him up for his finish that, that he got a chance to try to bring home but um, hopefully when we go to Daytona uh, maybe hot and slick maybe it'll be more conducive to guys trying to, to take those runs and make it three wide and, and big packs of cars going three wide on the outside but uh, for most of this race it was Talladega but just two by two by two by two all the way back and um, till the end, in the end of the stages, then guys kind of got really racy. We give our weekly kudos. So, looking at this top ten, I guess it would be Todd Gilliland um, in this top ten, just because he's been uh, really consistent over the last couple of weeks. Him and Ty Gibbs have kind of been at the fringes of the top 10 or in the top 10 uh, for about the last month, month and a half or so. So I guess it's time to try to give Todd Gittleland his, uh, his kudos as uh, he comes in with a top 10 here at Talladega this week. So next week, we're going to the high banks of Dover, Delaware. Um, should be another a uh, race where the Hendrick cars should be favorite. Uh, Kyle Larson, uh, William Byron um, should be the ones to, to look at there. Uh, Denny Hamlin, he should do pretty good there as well. That's one of the tracks that he does well at. Uh, Kevin Harvick, that's a track that, that his veteran uh, experience should help him at. So, uh, yeah, Dover's a lot of fun. And uh, we'll see what the guys can do when it comes to next week's race there in Dover, Delaware. So until then, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and now you know the score.